0: Worthlings, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of and another thing with Dave. I just kind of wanted to do a personal introduction to this episode, um, a thank you. It's kind of a year-end episode. There's going to be a lot, two more episodes in the year, and Freedom Rain is going to be my guest, wrapping up the year. Um, I met him on the Stereo app, and I'll read his bio right here. Freedom Rain, Oakland, California, music, poetry, elementary teacher, and graphic design, individual thinker, and destroyer of narratives. We get into it about why education is not free in the U.S. This is going to be a great podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to all the listeners from throughout the world. We've got Listeners from India, the United Kingdom, Canada, Romania, the Netherlands, Russia, Thailand, the Czech Republic, and many more. Thank you so much. I am humbled. All right, let's get into it. Found what I was looking for. Okay, so here's the Google Career Certificates. Flexible online training. Complete a Google Career Certificate at your own pace and time. Learn job-ready skills with a Google career certificate. Something enroll today. Prepare for a new career. There you go. Hmm. Okay. Google career certificates. Yeah, right go now. work
1: for the elite. Go work for the machine, right. you traders to humankind. No, I'm just kidding. There you go. All right. We got... The goddess, Eva Shea, the nomad, in the villain—what it do?
2: So I live in Tennessee, and community college is free. But Uh regular college, even public college, is freaking expensive. And I feel like it's because it's one of those easily exploitable fields where we can just Mm -hmm. stuff it down these kids' throats that they need to go to college and then inflate the price of textbooks and the price of tuition as much as we damn well please, because there's no tuition roof like there's a rent roof in New York. Right. So college is free. College is not free for the same reason that healthcare is not free. Say it. But hey, guys, hi, freedom, hi, hey. and Anthony.
0: Hey, yeah, sing it, sister. Yeah, what she said. Absolutely. Same reason. I said that yeah. earlier. So same reason. It's the same mechanism. You did say that. It really same is. Reason.
1: Same reason. Really. Same mechanism. And like for me, uh, I went to Berkeley City College, which is a community college. It's free. They changed its name. It used to be Vista, um, but to to get your associate's arts and to do that two-year transfer you know it's a great place to start but if you really want to go somewhere and get something again you're going to have to pay at a at a state or a um, private Uh institution you can't just to do four to six years in community college is almost unheard of everybody transfers uh, either after two three or four years into something more so that's a great or point. Because they, not, they, they won't
0: they won't have it. the classes that you really need to get you into a career that you exactly. can get an entry level position, exactly. but, but that's it, right? Yep. And, and, our, and, and it's even kind of jacked how our system isn't orchestrated for one to feed you to the next, to the next, right? It should be right. like a seamless, seamless transition for somebody who wants to go all the way to PhD, but it's not. A buddy nope. of mine's just trying to transfer in the same city. Trying to transfer from the JC to the state, right? And mm-hmm. the JC counselor is like, "Oh yeah, this this class will totally fulfill your your transfer requirements." Then he goes to the state, and they're like, "Oh hell no, that won't." Like, wow, come on! And I just
1: wasted three kidding? years of my life.
0: He could have. Luckily, he went and double checked. Oh, he went right he,
1: away. Nice. But <laughs> like, if like, oh, he no, would
0: have no, taken no. the classes and
1: just thought, oh. like, "Oh, sweet." sorry those credits are not transferable yeah so no
0: that wasn't your science requirements those count as electives
1: hope go you enjoyed it
0: and then you yeah. oh good
1: that's the important thing that's the important thing
0: yeah yeah Still, never just never stop
1: right can't all right let's stop stop,
3: I won't stop. can't stop
1: <laughs> may the poet
3: oh but wait a minute on the east coast there is such a hey, thing man. as a apprenticeship program A friend of mine did uh, human services as her major. Part of the class requirements were is that you did voluntary work at a uh, prison, not kidding, or a hospital uh, to achieve your credit for the class. That turned into a job after graduation if you stayed with the human resources program or childcare or whatever she was looking into. It turned out she decided to stay with it, and she's been working with child care ever since. Now, hmm. I'm not sure what the West Coast does about this because I've only been living here 20 years, shot? and I'm way past the uh, the school requirement. But you're Incoming. right; some parts the of the country coming. need to open that door. Yeah, um, yeah. Yep. Because you yep. went to school for this, and it's your passion, you should have a job in that field, no doubt.
1: Right. Hey, you throwing shade at the West Coast, blood? You turf banging on me, homie? What's up, man? You got got the West Coast fucked up.
0: I'm just (laughs) playing.
1: Let's keep going. She's from New
0: York, but we won't hold that against her.
1: We're not going to hold that against her, even though it's West Side Till I Die. Well, actually, that's kind of a tragic thing to say. That means you're going to live on the West Coast for your whole life. Why don't you move around a bit? I want to go to New Zealand. All right. Sorry. (laughs) That might be West, too, though. Yeah, it's the, the west coast of New Zealand. Great point. Right. There you go. All right. Eva, Shay, talk to us.
2: So I sort of think we should just stop pushing kids to go to college generally and push them mm. to go towards like trade schools and um mm. like code camps and things like that to fill Those jobs so here. Good. Um and that will naturally bring tuition down wouldn't it? By by means of supply and demand because, you know, tuition is so high because there's an endless demand. And Mm -hmm. they can put whatever price tag they want on it. Mm -hmm. And also, as far as like, like me, like I graduated with a lot of debt. Luckily, I graduated with like an IT degree. So I didn't have to worry Mm -hmm. as much about jobs. But yeah, yeah, it's really not fair to just make college free. All right. (laughs) I'm gonna go ahead and say that. So I think that there should be like a blanket credit for education. And if you Uh already completed your education, you should get that. So whether or not you paid off your debt, you're getting that credit almost like a stimulus check. Mm. that's a good idea but i mean
0: but i still but i still want to hold true to like i i think you know quote unquote free college nothing's free right so it would be an investment in our country's future and not only in jobs and but helping people you know achieve a better life and like achieve personal fulfillment right like imagine if you could you know get a master's degree and it didn't cost you an arm and a leg You know, if it didn't cost you anything, you know, imagine that.
1: I really like your idea of that rebateable education credit. Like I've already spent it, I've already done mine. Let me just, just run that back in the rollover. Like that makes sense. And I also really like what you said about trade schools and these tech, these internships, these code camps, because especially those are really great ways. And I did a code camp myself for Java. Those are really good ways. And you're right also that that's a way you can play capitalism against the school system. It's like, hey, you got a long line of people who are willing to pay whatever the fuck you say for intuition. Well, what if we all mm-hmm. decide to go to camps and get jobs? Then we don't need, a, oh, OK, uh, uh, low tuition. And I think that's a great idea, too. I still think that just like we were saying for like a defined career path, there should still be opportunities for free for free education into those apprenticeships, into those work fields. And I think there should oh. still be co- um, college debt elimination. But um, and I so even your think, ideas I free. even think
0: the apprenticeships should be paid so that you could be making a living doing what you want to do for a yeah. living. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right? Oh, Ivaseh, can you say why, I don't think you said why, but specifically, why do you not think college should be free? Huh? I'm going challenge you there, I wanna see what you say. Because you motherfucking freeloaders are taking up all our space. <laughs> no, I'm just I think I think it's because what you said earlier, because she paid, right? And now we're you're essentially funding her competition to go for free, for free right. without all that shit to pay. So let us know. <laughs> we're yep. trying to see what's up. Here is Mike mine. Allen. This you know. is the man right here, Mike Allen. You know what I'm saying? That Alliance News Brilliant. Network thing.
0: Renter. Hey, what's up, y'all boys? What's up, man? I uh, hope you guys are good. hope your families are safe. Um, yeah, too. Shout out to my boy Freedom Rain, <laughs> One of the good teachers out there.
3: Um, all teachers should be like this guy. Shout out to your good teachers you in your man. community. Uh, Freedom Rain, <laughs> keep doing your thing, man.
1: Appreciate you,
0: brother. Mike Allen. Oh yeah. Thank you, Mike Allen, for the wonderful message. And I, I want to second that. Thank you Freedom Rain for fighting the good fight, you know. You could be doing a lot of that. things, but but he he chose to to be teaching our next generation the most important things and you hear what he's talking about. So he's clearly that's going to trickle into you know, into those little people's lives here and there, little by little, by little, by little.
1: Oh, yeah. So bless you for that. I appreciate it. That actually, um, a couple, quite a few talks ago, I did a talk with bell who used to be on here and they gave me Stony and her gave me some questions to ask my students. Maybe by the end of this talk, you, we, the listeners or you and I could come up with a couple of questions to ask them to see what they think about this. Um, last time they blew the audience's mind. These kids are freaking next level, man. I'm, I'm so Proud in this generation, so I think that could be interesting. What ask them what they think about college? That's a great idea. Okay, let's see who we got. May the poet.
3: Okay, so you came back from um, pandemic. Schools being closed last year. Do you see any um, significant changes in the student that might have been online at home doing schoolwork? Might have been put to schoolwork by a parent who said, no, my kid's not going to sit around and play video games all day (laughs) and uh, watch television all day. There's going to be some hard studying time. Do you think that made any difference? Because I think Mm -hmm. (sighs) shutting down the schools was a really rough deal, not just for the kids, but for the teachers. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine like how they're handling it now just the short attention span. I can't imagine <laughs> how yeah. it's going on now in schools now. And we're talking end of the year, Christmas holiday coming Girl. summer is going to be around the corner here in Vegas soon. I can't imagine how that's all worked.
1: Yeah. Great question. So honestly, some teachers, it was really hard on for me. Distance learning was amazing. It was great. It was really good for me, but to answer your question about the students, I think one of the things that really worked is, for example, we would meet up at um, 815 in the morning, right? You would have to be in front of your little Zoom camera, camera on. There was this rule you had to be dressed for school, which I thought, you know, I was like, wow, shoes and everything. And they were like, well, obviously not shoes. But so you have to be dressed for school, sitting upright. So then we'll have our class meetings. We'll explain what the assignments of the day are and, and show it to them on the, the digital application seesaw. And then what was really cool is, um, till till about nine, the meeting is over. You can turn your camera off, and work independently, right? So kids aren't having to sit there, and so of course parents are managing what they do. So you go, you get work done. Um, I'm having conferences and meetings with these kids. Like say yours is at nine fifteen, the next kids is at nine thirty, the other kids is at nine forty five. So you're just basically working on your own until we meet. Then we come again, uh, together again in the afternoon about 1 o'clock to 1.30, have another meeting, say, oh, I got this assignment from you. This is good. A little feedback here. Maybe we watch a video. And so I thought that was really cool because kids were able to manage their own um, autocracy. I mean, automate. Oh, I can't even talk right now. They were able to um, automate their own schedule and do their own thing. And for some students, it worked really well. Some students, we weren't getting shit turned in. When we talk to the parents, be like, yo, they're not doing anything. So I think it works for most kids. A lot of parents and people were thinking that the test scores were going to be really low. They actually tested pretty well during distant learning. But the final part of your question is, girl, when we first come back from any summer break, the first three, two, two weeks of school are always crazy, right? Because kids have been, you know, they miss their friends. They've been able to do what they want. There's some slide back. I have to admit that it is going on to winter break. Okay, we are three months in, and it still feels like the first two weeks. So kids are having wow. a hard time readjusting to that. Um, it's healthy in a sense because they're they're excited, but they're just they're kind of all over the place. And the thing that's the worst, and you'll probably be surprised by this, the worst thing is um, TikTok. I hate to say it. I'm actually doing a talk with real talk all day about this, but TikTok culture is fucking crazy. These kids have been going into the bathrooms. Don't What's sass real? your head at me. And another thing, your avatar is giving me the sassy head. Don't do that. I'm oh no, about. I don't
0: like, I, I'm right there with you.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding, um, dude. These kids are going in the bathroom, ripping the soap dispensers off the wall, pouring Kool Aid on the toilet seats to make it look like blood. Just doing all these TikTok challenges that they've been over the summer and just okay. could not wait to try so they're destroying mad property yo and i thought this was just at our school but it's everywhere so there are some wow. things with online and tiktok especially culture that kids are kind of you know too much in front of the greens man so yeah it's, it's give and take yeah. I'll, I'll admit
0: <laughs> yeah teenagers will be teenagers at a certain point because I, will- I mean when when I was a kid, it was way before TikTok, but we would throw like M80s in the toilets and break the bowl, huh? Oh, the toilet would explode, <laughs> f- flood the whole, ba- flood the whole bathroom or the locker room, whatever.
1: Yeah, we used to do deus tacular stuff too. So maybe t- um, TikTok. I, is, think
0: it, I think it's. It's a. I think it's part of being like 15 and having testicles. It's a curse, no, man.
1: I agree, but I think the TikTok yeah. thing about it is you're absolutely right. We did those same kind of things, but. TikTok defines what a trend is, so right. it's now, really unfortunate. Now, now it's it. like now it's, to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's a well, it's a whole campaign. Like, you'll have right. two or three kids in um, a month who would do something, like throw a smoke bomb in the cafeteria or something, but when it's a trend, right. the same thing will happen three, four, five times a week, and I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. god, like, be original kids. But yeah, exactly. college should not be free. Fuck that. They don't deserve it. They've been real shits this year, and no, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep going. We got mine fox in the building.
4: Motherfuckers were guaranteed uh, 72 virgins in heaven if they gave up the heart.
1: <laughs> Bro.
4: Oh, it's good
1: stuff. Bro. On the mob. Awesome Sauce
4: Radio, uh, a year or so ago, did a, a show called... Virtual advice bots Um, and one of the stories that we talked about was a guy they wanted to make an app They wanted to take his consciousness all of his stories and all these various lives He's living old guy war veteran all the whole nine yards. Yeah, and they wanted to make him Andy bot Um, And there's furthermore another story we did other companies that will digitize grandma and you can have a monthly subscription to talk to, I mean, I it's subjective what the fucking consciousness is, but no, we're doing this right now. Um, there's the movie where, uh, who is it, Johnny Depp uploaded himself into a computer? Uh, oh. no, bro, uh, we're doing that, <laughs> right now. Believe
0: it, Digigram. Hey, Grandma. That,
1: Digigram, no! Uh, She's grandma. always with you oh my god hey <laughs> the nightmare story of that is well in the new game watchdog legions they've uploaded this person's consciousness into the ai but to make it a service robot like series siri they inhibited various parts of their personality just to get them to be more like an ai so uh. to that person's perspective you're literally um reprogramming them and so I don't think that if, if that happens and they program my brain into a computer, I honestly don't think that my spiritual and or human perception will go inside the computer, which I think is what a lot of people are hoping. Oh, I can live forever. I think it's literally just a copy of you and you die as usual. Peace. You're gone. I agree. But there's something your life that just
0: goes in. with your soul. But I still don't want them to use yeah. my voice.
1: I don't want them to use my, <laughs> like <laughs> my likeliness, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <coughs> Maybe you feel like I'll a take it out with guy. Uh-huh. What would you say?
0: I'll take it out with me. My voice is, uh, <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> It's going yeah, down man, right now. I'm going to give myself what? a Joe patchy. <laughs> you lost me, you lost Hand me. Give me a pen. Should have took care of the real meme, motherfucker. All right, let's go. <laughs> Mindfuck. <laughs> I just
4: recently, this week, learned that the guy who wrote the movie iRobot, well, he didn't write the movie. He wrote a book a long, long, long time ago. Not only coined the term robot, but was involved in the very first robot. Wow. Um, what do you call it? Is that programming? Is that writing? I, uh, I'm going to take my answer off the air.
1: <laughs> wow. I'll that take guy my in.
4: answer off the air.
1: He's a pioneer exactly. in the field. I hope they downloaded his brain. That would be pretty dope if he becomes the first, also the first world's robot. My avatar is doing mm. freaky eyebrows to somebody in the audience. My avatar is attracted to one of you guys. By the way, apparently, our,
0: apparently yeah. our avatars move now. I haven't yeah. seen it happen.
1: That's why I was saying your head was sassing me earlier. You doing the, mm, oh, uh-uh, it was? Uh-uh, boyfriend. Yeah, you were sassing Mm-mm.
0: me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, I was doing, <laughs> I was doing,
1: yeah,
3: exactly. doing too. Snaps. And I was
1: snapping too. I was doing sexy eyebrows. Shout out to Badania, Badang- <laughs> who's been here since the beginning. Eva Shea, thanks for being here and dropping hell with comments and challenging What's us. Going Thank you on, Adorable, people. deplorable. <laughs> Celeste and Nina, we're going to get through some more of y'all ditties. Appreciate y'all being here for this conversation. Thank you for
0: hanging out.
1: Little Roddy. When you guys get a chance. I don't know if you keep up with um, Star Trek, but if you if you remember Data. He's got a brother named Lore who had a special chip inserted, and they had to disassemble him because he was kind of just turning up. Yo, I don't know about his brother, but I remember when that episode where David got the data, David data got the emotion uh, um, emulation chip, and he was so funny, bro. It was hilarious. Data with emotion was hilarious, bro.
0: What happened to the last part of his message? I think he was gonna say that the, the robot started acting out against humans like we were talking about.
1: Oh, is that why it cut off? Maybe it's not so funny. It's
0: yeah, not maybe so not so funny, funny to, the, to the overlords, huh? Yeah. Exactly. Big Brother's watching.
2: Big brother's <laughs> watching. <laughs> Eva said. So in, in my two years as a developer, my a job lot. was essentially to take people's jobs. And oh! I that to say that I feel like a lot of our jobs are going to be null and void, and they kind of already are in a way. I mean, we see it when we go to Walmart. We see it like when <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we order something from Amazon and the robot is picking it from the shelves for us, right? Damn. So I almost feel like jobs are almost just like a means to keep people busy right now, especially when you look at like the full-time work week, Because with our advancements in technology, we really shouldn't have to work full-time when you think about it. And I think, like as we progress as a society, we're going to have to fight to make sure that this advance in technology shortens the work week, instead of like making a huge gap between the rich and the poor. Mm. You know, because like the Jetsons, you know, they had all this technology, and because of that, they didn't have to work anymore. That they didn't result in like this crazy dystopian society that we're headed mm. towards.
0: Mm. That's what I'm talking about, right? Like Sweden has moved to already moved to a six day, uh, a six hour work day. Mm. and they already have pre education and healthcare. Okay. Right? So they're way they're way ahead of us, right? And they figured out they figured out what we were talking about earlier that you shorten the work day we were talking about in school terms yep. but it applies in it applies in both. You shorten the work day and you actually get increased productivity because you get less yep. less hours where people are fucking off on Facebook on their computer or whatever. Uh, right? yeah. I mean even in construction Like, there would be people, we'd be hanging out at the clock 15 minutes before, waiting to punch out. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. That's a quarter of an hour, five days a week. Yeah. Just wasting the company's
1: money and wasting your life. Both. Right.
0: And this was 170 employees, all just like, you look around, everybody's doing it. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to be a sucker and punch out now.
1: The thing... I'm not going to be... yeah. I'm yeah, not going to be the my only money.
0: guy with his saw going, right? <laughs> yeah. No, that's not going to be me. Everybody else right. is sitting around. Okay.
1: The The thing I got from that message is that Eva Shea, the nomad, is a robot. She's an artificial intelligence sent. She's taking people's <laughs> jobs. She speaks code. And oh. she doesn't give a fuck if college should be when free. And she's cool with it. No, and she's cool with it. But actually, I, I, I honestly agree with her. It's like, I feel two ways, right? Like, Everybody right. should, of course, have the right to work. If you want to work, fuck it, go work. And there should be jobs available. We still need jobs that have the human element, right? And I think mm-hmm. te- teaching yeah. may be one of them. Look at me trying to say of them. job.
0: There's many jobs but like there's that, There's right? many
1: of them. But she's absolutely right that just like mm-hmm. you guys were both saying about the work week being shorter, this Rockefellian um, system of school and work where we're being pushed into factories and judged by our outcomes and our worth is determined by what we produce and we're slaves trying to put food on the table, barely matching the cost of living is ridiculous. And as speaking from somebody, one of the teachers who love distant learning, (laughs) I'm definitely not gonna want to complain and say, no, we need to physically go in and do physical work. So I I absolutely agree with her. Example, the Amazon workers, who were really stressed out at the beginning of the quarantine because so much was depending on them. They could, they were getting penalized for taking too many bathroom breaks and they weren't getting paid right. well enough. Those jobs, sure, automate them. And then, especially if college is free, those people then have the option to go get schooling, and doing a job that requires human element that they're really compassionate about. So she's right. The jobs that AI can take, I say take them. I think some Uber drivers are really concerned that driving automated cars are going to take their jobs. But I kind of (laughs) want to ask them, well, what would you be doing right now if you had a universal basic income and you didn't have to be working right now? But a lot of people...
0: So you just led me right there. I was saying that leads to UBI because they got to have a a UBI to be able to afford to go to school, to be be able to do Mm -hmm. what they want to do. But uh, we're so stuck in doing what we have to do that most people don't even have the luxury of thinking about what they want to do, right? Well, some
1: people equate UBI with tyranny. They're saying, well, if you have, that's the government giving you food, money to eat and deciding how much you make and deciding you can't work. So you're right that there no, is bullshit. Again, if, if I want to work, it's just a check in
0: the mailbox. That's yeah. all,
1: and that's my...
0: it. It's just a check in the mailbox, man. And if you don't <laughs> want it, you don't it have is. to take it. But Send that's literally all that it is. And we give Israel four billion a year, so just don't trip and just take it.
1: Don't trip and you just know? take it. Like just low floor, it. high ceiling. Like if yeah. you just stay home and get your UBI, and that's the level of comfort, and you want to look fine. But if so you're what? still ambitious and you want to exercise your right of free independent marketing and competition, you can still go out and get jobs and you can make more money than the UBI. Nobody's limiting That's you. It. It's just funny that some people equate UBI with tyranny. Like
0: no, the government and, and UBI t- wouldn't Yeah, cuz UBI has nothing to do with like welfare where like if you get a mm-hmm. job then you don't get your UBI. No, you get the UBI no matter what.
1: And then people are going to say well, and another thing, who's paying for it? It's coming out of my tax dollars, you freeloader. No, it's
0: not. It's coming from wealthy people and corporations who haven't been paying their fair share since, like, 1950.
1: Oh, well, they're job creators, okay? They do oh, them. Shit.
0: <laughs> the av- You know, the, the, most of the jobs in the U.S. come from small business owners. That's
1: true. I heard that.
0: <laughs> meaning, Meaning, like, you starting a tutoring business after work or... Huh. So mm-hmm. imagine imagine if you were like a, a music teacher, you're mm-hmm. teaching piano te- lessons on the weekends that mm-hmm. those kind of mm-hmm. things. That's the biggest driving force of our economy is small businesses. Despite they always what they tell say. us. Right. They always tell us this bullshit about Walmart and Home Depot. Well, yeah, they can pay like. Wages that you can't survive on because they're job <clears throat> creators. Well, what good is it to create a job that somebody can't survive? I can't on?
1: survive off of. That's a great point. And a lot of these there's no net. There's yeah, no yeah, net no gain there. Net, yeah, yeah, no net gain. And a lot of these huge corporations we're talking about that they often come in defense with. It's a lot of these companies that have huge offshore. Not only are the are the oh yeah you know wealthy people offshore banking, but these people have offshore jobs. And I agree. It, having a huge job market in India and China isn't bad for India and China. I think that's fine, except pay them fa- fair wages, too. Don't specifically go to those countries. If you want to say, hey, I'm opening a plant in India and China to create more jobs for that community, blah, 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 blah. Um, first of all, do it in more impoverished com- countries. I think China's doing pretty well right now. India they're has a huge all right. Sure, do yeah, India. They're do lapping some- up. They're lapping up. But here's the thing though. Pay them fair wages. Don't do it with the motivation being the same thing that happens to our undocumented workers in the US. Let me hire them right. pennies on the dollar. Don't, no. Don't
0: perpetuate that. don't perpetuate the idea of slavery. Dude, I've been saying this for decades. If an American company wants to go abroad, fine. But you have to pay an American, American minimum wage.
1: wage. Yes. Oh min- my God. so 15,
0: so 15 Const- bucks an hour. Did fine you, you want to take
1: that? your all right. those children stuffed in a warehouse making nikes but they like bitch i'm getting paid they are coming home with fucking fifty dollars yen well our, our buying houses what it used to be, be yeah bu- buying, be houses. buying houses they'd, they'd be, be creating middle class yeah, so the if Philippi...
0: you want to you want to do that fine but we're not yeah. going to just like export slavery around the world fuck no yeah. and and so that's the carrot right but the mm-hmm. stick is, no. well, do you want the US military to protect your corporation? Mm. I bet you do. I bet <laughs> you do.
1: Do you want us to, yeah, take away all those and, and not have the UN or the embassy step in on your behalf and you're just one right. of the citizens there? Nope. I bet you don't.
0: Yeah. Good luck with your co- good luck with your McDonald's franchise <laughs> in fucking in Nigeria but, without a little right, protection, right?
1: Right. Right. All right, let's go. Adorable, deplorable. Hey, hey, hey! What it do? What it do? What's this good? is the gay Republican tuning into you. Good evening, happy Saturday, Dave. Freedom Rain. This is a stereos adorable, deplorable in the house. Just dropping an initial message here. Show you guys some love and support for an amazing conversation to rebuild America's economy in a way that offers everyone an equal chance to get ahead. Federal support for free college tuition should be a priority in any economic recovery plan. Research has shown that the private and public economic benefit of free community college would outweigh the cost, which is why half of the states, including conservative states like Tennessee, Already have some form of free college tuition. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, right. Yeah, we're actually moving towards that, right? Like now, the place I'm at, I think all of California, it's all it, the first two years is free. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But that presents a that also presents a problem, though. Like a woman earlier mentioned, you know, well, then what? You know, are you <laughs> it, done? It, like, it did it lead to a job? Like, what happens? <laughs> right. There?
1: Right. right, And take care of that college debt. There's so many people out there crippled by debt and corporations right. love that because you're mm-hmm. using all kinds of services to consolidate your debt, to pay off your debt, to make more loans. Banks love it because they can hit your broke ass with that insufficient fee fund. Now they getting paid and you're getting poorer than the credit. You, pre- oh, you need to fix your yeah. credit. Oh, yeah.
0: And there's precedence for it. You know, it, it, it it's a it's an industry that's corrupt and monopolized. So you know right needs to be right. you know the student student debt industry needs to be broken up and you should just eliminate all the debt you know right
1: just like those private prisons just like you said the same reason's healthcare is is not free it's like you're right it's the same class benefiting from this and that's that ultra rich mm-hmm. corporations that are viewed as people in our law
0: All right, thanks for tuning into another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth.